What up, world? Welcome back to the Sam Shady Show. Um, so, there were supposed to be two podcast recordings today, but due to all the hurricane and power outages and what have you, it's just going to be me for a quick minute. I ain't going to keep you long. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm say what I got to say and I'm going to be out. But at, at the same time, the reason that um, I just decided to hop on the solo is, is simply because I'm not trying to get away from doing the the weekly thing. You know, um, I owe it to you guys, the fans, the listeners, um, everybody to do what I'm supposed to That's pretty much where it stands. It's been a little bit rainy over here today, last night. I love sleeping during the night. I get a little, um, just get that, for me, it's satisfaction. I used to work outside, you know. Uh, I used to do, uh, you know, from the sun coming up to the sun coming down, outside. And the shit that sucked the most is when it was raining outside and it was hot as fuck. It's cooling down right now, you know, but when you see that fucking steam coming off the asphalt, yo, that is where it's just not a good look. (laughs) You can't throw on a fucking raincoat. You're going to sweat your ass off. You're already sweating your ass off. Everything about you is wet. You're just kind of like, fuck it about the day. I've been there. I'm not there right now. If it comes down to it, you know, but I'll be back on that ground. Someone like myself. Um, it's not so much about being afraid of the hard work. I really just feel that if you can avoid breaking your back until you're 80 years old. Fuck it, man. Do that. You know? It's that simple. Nobody wants to wake up every single day with their back feeling like shit. You know? Wake up and try to stretch in the morning. Feel like ass all day. Nah, man. Nah. If you don't have to do that, just don't do it. You dig? Um, Nonetheless, though, respect everybody that does it, and that includes everybody. Y'all know, man. I don't give a fuck, dude. You could be, I don't know, fucking Panamanian, Argentinian, Vietnamese. You could be fucking Eritrean. You know, you could be Scandinavian. Whatever. It don't fucking matter. For real. The only thing that matters... (laughs) If you're a dick, like, yo, I gotta call you out on being a dick. Every time that, like, I I see somebody, I'm just walking down the street. And it feels like I'm being stared at. (laughs) Yo, I gotta throw the hand up. What up? You know, chuck the two. Peace, what up? Acknowledge it. Hey, how you doing? I don't hear nothing. I'm gonna walk right past and just be like, 
<laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I think mine specifically what I say is fuck you too. I love that shit. My back is turned. I'm like, fuck you too. Still, the funniest thing is, <clears throat> man, I'm not trying to be misleading or generalizing, but, you know, me, myself, as a 32-year-old white dude, keep in mind, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I'm from a moderate background, um, Yo, my family could have been real rich if uh, the if the parents hadn't split up. Fuck my pops up real big, you know. Um, he was on the road to be dumb rich, but it just didn't happen like that. Say la vie, you know. Such is life. For anybody that didn't get that first time that I said it, but. <clears throat> With that being said, I grew up around uh, people of, of modest incomes and modest backgrounds, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If anything, I can appreciate that a lot more because I feel like the struggle or any struggle is more defining of your perspectives, your views. You know, if you've been through some shit, you have a more complex understanding. And I got a feeling most of you guys have, and females too, have been through some shit. You know, so automatically you get that. But what I'm saying is if I'm walking down the street and I just see some dude in casual wear walking down the street, he's, dude's probably got a backpack on or something. You know what I mean? Like, you, no whip. He's walking to where he's trying to get to. And keep in mind, I'm in Richmond, so there's a lot of people walking, and there's a lot of people jogging. There's a lot of people exercising. There's a lot of people just going where they got to go. Um, and you could tell the difference, obviously, in the clothing. You got on some name brand uh, jogging gear or workout gear. Maybe you got, like, leg weights, ankle weights on, something like that. You're not just going somewhere. And don't get me wrong, I got my car having to pay that bitch off, doing what I got to do. But um, since I strayed so far on this topic, uh, the people that you can see going down the street that are actually like on the move to get from A to B, you know, um, I normally keep one headphone in when I'm like walking around doing my thing because you never really know what the fuck is going on. You might get that honk from somebody yeah, turning on a on a, a road that they're about to run that red trying to tell you get the fuck out of the way. You got both headphones in, man. You ain't gonna hear shit. You gotta stay alert, baby. You know? So got one headphone in, see somebody blatantly staring. Yo, what's up, dude? And that's it. Now, it's going to tell you something. That response. Either act like nothing or just acknowledge. You know? It says a lot about your character, in my opinion. If, somebody's, if somebody engages me 
on just the common sort of how did you put it? Acquaintance level, I guess, or just some sort of salutation. Ultimately. I mean, I feel like I have to respond. I don't want to be that dick where I'm explaining this in the context of what I'm explaining and then someone is able to say that about me. It just ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? It the funny thing about this is you see somebody just sitting on the front porch, you know, yo, what up, how you doing? Don't say nothing. They've been staring at you as you're walking past. <laughs> Yo, I ain't the asshole that's, uh, I don't know, fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? You're staring at me? Yo, I ain't got no knife in my hand. I'm, I'm cool. I'm just walking past. What up? How you doing? Still, blank stare. Staring at you. Saying nothing. Come on, man. Like, you don't really feel like, um, that's illustrating you in a bad light? I'm not sure. Maybe it's just... Maybe I've just been through that enough to where, like, I've, I've noticed it. Uh, noticed it enough times to bring that up. But, yo, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Next topic. Uh, since I'm still on it. <laughs> Pennsylvania shit, Philadelphia shit that's going on right now. It's kind of wild because you don't hear it from everybody. You know? You hear it from this or that, and it really makes me wonder like, yo, uh, why is this not at the forefront? You hear this protest. You don't hear shit about looting. I find that kind of weird. I can get it. There's a lot of people that don't have money right now. Should be taking the essentials on it. Should be taking what you need. What the fuck, man? I'm like, you're, you're, you're really about to, I don't know, yoke them necklaces up in Walmart? <laughs> Where? Go sell that shit at the jewelry store? Yo, I know for a fact that they ain't about to give you a fucking thing of what it's really worth. <laughs> Yo, they're really not. They're about to sham you. You're taking these bullshit items that you're not going to be able to relatively sell. You're going to get as... You're doing that extra step. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, you're going to sell those four chains that you stole <laughs> for enough money to buy groceries for the week when you could have just stole the goddamn groceries for the week. <laughs> Yo, people are silly, man. People are fucking dumbsies right now. And I'm not saying that I'm not one of them. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I'll say that. But I'm, like, just as smart as everyone else that I run into. And it makes no fucking sense. It doesn't. I do my homework about shit. I had this talk with a coworker uh, yesterday. We were talking about the stock market because, you know, if you really want to double up on some on some dough, you know, uh, I would really suggest that you pay attention to the goddamn stock market. Study it like you were making, like, bets on sports, you know. Don't commit everything that you got, but, you know, use it as you know, a little fuck-off money. Throw it in, you know. 
Uh, watch that shit double. If you already did your research, your homework, and you understand how the game works, then you ain't gonna have a problem. Yeah, I, I've been more successful in the stock market than any 401k could ever do. And I really, really cannot stress it enough how much you should be involved with that. In my opinion, <clears throat> and keep in mind, I'm not like, I'm not rich. I'm not well off. I'm a few years from back when I used to just be going hand to hand. Straight up, man. Straight up and down. But the thing is, I had to get invested in that market. I had to get interested in it. Because I kept hearing that shit on the news. About the market this, the market that. And I'm thinking to myself, man, all these rich people always talk about the market. Maybe I need to get on this. You know, maybe I need to start thinking about how to use my money to make money the way that these rich people do, even though I don't have the same, um, uh, I guess you would say, margins or what have you. I thought that it was very vital. You know, let, let me study this first. I'm going to throw in maybe like 20% of what I feel I can afford. And then if I'm doing decent enough, Kicking that other 80% of what I can afford. You know, dip my toe in the water and then I'm going to jump in the pool, so to speak. I feel like that's very necessary and this is a clear cut way. Yo, especially if you can keep that shit in long enough, you got to realize a lot of times, a lot of these rich motherfuckers don't have to pay taxes on a lot of their money because it's still in stock. Bezos is worth X amount of billion dollars. He don't. He doesn't have all that shit sitting in a bank. That shit's an Amazon stock. You know what I mean? He could take it out at any time, get a couple billion dollars. But when he takes that shit out, he knows that it's going to be taxed, so it stays there. I guess I was bringing that up <clears throat> because um, it's going to bring me to the next point about taxes. See have that dough, you're able to buy the best people to tell you how to avoid spending that dough on taxes, you know? <laughs> Which is why I can never understand why people say uh, tax the rich. It's like, yo, all the laws have been put there. Try to tax them. <laughs> they just have the money to get out that shit. Yo, <clears throat> it's like you're playing tag with the fastest motherfucker, and every time that y'all start the game, you're back when you were little kids and shit, you know? Every time you try to start the game, the fastest dude is it. What happens? Tag somebody, and then I'm out. Ain't never, I'm ghosting that ass. That's it. <laughs> <clears throat> Yo, straight up, like, people don't, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people um, have these thoughts about how shit should be, and don't get me wrong, generally, I do agree that things should be a lot better, and a lot more 
align with reality. But unfortunately, reality is a motherfucker. I mean, to be honest, there's no other way to put it. So what I've noticed myself doing, and I think this is either around the time I hit 29, maybe 30, maybe last year at 31. You know, I, I saw what I was doing back in my 20s. Not that everything that I did was bad, not that everything that I did was good, but I just decided, yo, you know, we can talk about, we can talk about drinking, we can talk about drugs, we can talk about sex, we can talk about savings, we can talk about any of these things that you first discover once you become an adult. We can talk about rent, we can talk. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But what I decided to do just for my own personal benefit is what can I dip my toes into that I haven't done yet that might benefit myself? You know, and, and this is across the board. I mean, th- this year is the first year I'm financing a vehicle. Every other fucking car. Fuck it, yo, this time, let me actually, you know, try to do this. Let me see how this works out. If anything, I'll I'll, I'll give it back, right? Still got the motherfucking nicest car I ever had, you know? Just one of those things that I never did before that I said, let me try it. Same thing with, like, these stocks and shit. Um, When I, it's kind of, stocks remind me of fantasy football. To be real, uh, you have your, I don't even fuck with football no more, and that's just the Falcons, you know, blew the Super Bowl, and then I started thinking to myself, man, it's kind of fucked up. The Patriots have basically been in charge of the NFL ever since 9-11. Pause. Does that not sound like some conspiracy shit to you? And I'm not trying to be the conspiracy guy. I am attracted to that. I think human nature is being attracted to that. Especially when you have the resources to actually get out there. And you have the free time. I mean, you know, some people, some of y'all might be, you know, y'all have kids. Y'all have prior obligations. You really can't find uh, the free time to come up with that. Well, (laughs) yo, yo, I had that free time on my hands for a minute. So I looked into this kind of shit. You know, and some of these things are validated. Some of these things are bullshit. But yeah, basically what I was saying, though, about stocks, you you can, when you see the news pattern shifting, it's almost like watching uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday reports on the NFL. Or watching like uh, 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 the NFL Network or some shit, you start to see yo I, yo. I used to be so good at that shit uh, back before they legalized gambling on the NFL, <laughs> and I was working every Sunday. That's another reason that I don't that 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 I pretty much had to like you know just say fuck it and, and throw that shit away because I used to come home on Sunday night and I would watch like you know uh, NFL highlights and replays. And all this shit. Study it. Watch it. 
listen to these these interviews and listen to uh, commentary and what have you. And I was so good at that shit for a couple of years where I could predict who's going to win this game, that game, who's, who's going to go from wild card to Super Bowl victor. You know? I could do that. Damn near with my eyes closed, except I kept them open to peep this shit, to peep the highlights, to peep the actual replays of the game and what have you. And I wasn't even able to watch the shit live. But I could see it. The trends and the way it was affecting people when that story was out there in the public. I stopped doing that shit and then they fucking legalized the NFL. What I'm trying to say is I could have been a mad fucking poker shark on that shit. <laughs> but, yo, it's cool, though, because that same bit of, like, knowledge and what have you, that, that perception and the way that you can read it is transferable. Not only into the stock market, but in many ways of life. And look, I'm not someone that's going to tell you how to live. How the fuck could I be? I've made my mistakes. I've been in and out of jail. <laughs> Not something that I'm proud of, but <clears throat> I am very proud that I didn't do enough stupid shit to keep me there. It did set me back, and that's probably the biggest regret from, you know, me being in my 20s. All that time that I spent in jail, all that time that, you know, <clears throat> I spent my, uh, I spent that club money to the prison industry complex. You know what I mean? I spent those tax returns to pay those lawyers. You know what I mean? Instead of out here throwing money around, getting fly and what have you, <clears throat> financing a car earlier, um, I was spending that shit in the courtroom on the probation officers. You know, it's one of them things, man. Like I said, I'm not proud of it, but I have that experience. And that's what I find very ironic about a lot of this shit going on right now. We want to, not we, but there's so many people out there that want to talk about the justice system and what have you with no experience about actually having to go through the court process. Yo, when you're the defendant, <clears throat> that's when you really know what's going on in court. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like straight up, you you watch those um, you watch those TV shows and those movies where people are going to trial. <clears throat> if you've never been to court before, you don't know. Most of the time, you don't go to trial. Most of, over fifty percent, like I'm damn near willing to say, over seventy percent of the time, there is no trial. There's a plea deal. And people don't get that. All that's really meant to do is for them to say, yo, we got you. Pay us this much. You might have to do some jail time. Chances are you're going to do a little bit of jail time. You know, it might be two to three days if it was minuscule. You know, it, it, it might be a couple years. But it's that plea deal. Because look, man, they caught you doing something or they falsified you about doing something. 
they're still trying to figure out. Either you're going to give us the time or you're going to give us this money. And time is money, so you'll probably have to do both. And not only that, you better show up and piss in this cup when we tell you to. How demeaning is that? You know what I mean? Like, just smoking a little bit away. Fuck it, man. Any drug, any drug, man. Yo, you want to fucking tie off in, in your free time. Still going to work. Still getting shit done. You're breaking the law. No. They, they should just fuck off. <laughs> Apparently, in your free time, you fucked around and, you know, used the drug. All of a sudden, oh my God, lock his ass up. Come on, dude. Yo. We're grown ass people. I don't give a fuck what you do so long as you don't fuck with me. You know, you can do whatever the fuck you want, man. You know, you want to you wanna duct tape that dick on the side of your leg? <laughs> Yo, hey, hey, that's cool. I don't care. It ain't fucking with me. Have fun. I hope you enjoy the fuck out of that. <laughs> Yo, but personally, it's just not me. You know? And, 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 so much shit could just be said off of that in general. If I ain't fucking with you, don't fuck with me. It's that simple, right? I mean, I don't see how... I don't see how me smoking a cigarette on the other side of the street as you walk past on the other side of the street is an issue. I really don't. Um, You want to do 240 fucking miles per hour on the highway, that's fine. As long as you ain't fuck with my car. If you're operating it safe, then cool. You know, and I'm not trying to be super anti-law. But what I am saying, though, is like, we're all grown-ass people. Some are smarter than others. Some are dumber than others. But, yo, there's no reason for things to be as strict as they fucking are about this and that. Like, nah, people forget that there's no right and wrong. Well, there is, but there's so much gray. You know, uh, the, the loaf of bread is always that example. You know, somebody stole a loaf of bread to feed the starving family. Well, fucking good for them. You know what I'm saying? It might have fucked up the business owner a little bit, but I mean, bread costs like a dollar. Seal a pack of ramen noodles. Don't go out there and steal that, you know, don't, don't, <laughs> don't try to go out there and get that 30-pound ribeye, you know what I mean, like, I see what you're doing, bro, I ain't mad at you, but goddamn, you know, uh, be humble, you feel me, because, yo, it's been a lot of days where I had to eat that rice with, with some soy sauce and some Valentina, you know what I mean, for just a little nutrient, and I'm a kitchen dude, and I've had to do that before. You know? Also, you gotta be a dumb motherfucker to starve when you work in a restaurant. <laughs> Yo, it is always blown my mind. Because <laughs> there are people dumb enough that will starve when you work in a restaurant. Yo. <laughs> the philosophy behind that is just excruciatingly hilarious. Uh what else what else do we uh do we need to cover? 
while it's just me doing my thing, listening to the raindrops outside. Um, um, trying to order some Chinese food around here. Uh, yeah, I gotta be honest. Richmond, Richmond's food scene, it didn't disappoint me because I didn't have very high expectations for it. I feel that Atlanta is. I feel that Atlanta's better with their rep about food, but I also just feel like Atlanta gets shitted on and downplayed so much. Even, even when I came up here, and people heard me talk, which in Atlanta um, I was always being told, "Do you talk like you're from the north?" And I always had the same fucking joke. I'm like, "Yeah, I know, '90s rap music. That's what did it." <laughs> but yo, I. Keep in mind, if you don't get that shit, you know, uh, most of 90s rap music was New York, East Coast. So, they speak a little bit differently than people in the South. I come up to Virginia, and it seems like anytime I've had an interview, anytime that I've met new people, it's kind of like, you talk a little funny. Where are you from? And I always hear, after I say Atlanta, there's always this um, explanation for the question about, oh, yeah, you got this, like, twang in your voice. What the fuck does that mean, man? Like, <laughs> it, it's like there ain't no country. You know, I can't really, <laughs> I can't really pinpoint the shit just due to one location. Some people you can. They ain't more power to you, man. Um, but, I mean, personally, I don't know. I just, just talk the way that I talk, and um, I get these assumptions. You don't sound like you're from the South. You don't sound like you're from the North. Da, 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 da. I mean, you know, it's at <clears throat> excuse me at this point in the game. You ever notice how no one in California has a like quote accent? You know, you can apply that nowadays with social between social media, between, you know, every avenue that you can listen to media to. Um, I don't want to call it being programmed, but there's more of a, uh, a unified, uh, what would you say, accent, I guess, or, or means of speaking. Kind of reminds me, like, you know, when I was growing up, uh, I would always hear, this is why, like, I gave up on white men a long time ago, you know, um, I always heard it like you talk black or you think you're black and then you know as I got into the kitchen and people heard me communicating with people that didn't speak English um, I heard that whole you think you're Mexican or something like that and I never really understood that I mean you know one of my homeboys I'm not gonna say his name grew up with him uh, uh, actually rented a spot with him for a number of years he always got the very dark skinned dude. He always got the you talk like you're white or you act white thing. I just never really understood that. And even when uh, you know when I mentioned like you know I stopped fucking white women because of <laughs> you know the the you you think you're black or you act black sort of shit, which is really funny now, don't you think? Because <laughs> you got somebody out here like Chelsea Handler. Talking about, I had to remind 50 Cent that he's black. 
<laughs> Yo, like, what the fuck is that? Like, how the fuck do you remind, like, I, I, I can flip that too, because, you know, as an adolescent and in my early 20s, I always heard that ironically from white women but from from the um the 180 you know you're white right <laughs> and you know i, I really I, I gate like i had to give up on that i gave up on 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 that rebuttal because it was just like yo what the fuck are you talking about right now like as if i don't brush my teeth every fucking morning and see myself in the mirror. What I used to do <laughs> was be like, when when I heard it, uh, uh, the white chick was like, "You know, you're white, right?" I would like look at the back of my hand. Now I'd be like, "Holy fuck, yo, when did that happen?" <laughs> and just laugh in their face as they try to figure out, like, "Oh my god, what is wrong with this dude?" <laughs> Like, yo, if you're ever confronted with somebody telling you ignorant shit, the best thing you can do is act more ignorant than them, yo. It is fucking great. It, it, it pays itself off so fucking well. Um, let me see what else we got, man. too much to be said really i i, I want to give you all love you but at the same time it's not really i don't know it's not so much i that i i'm not trying to, to break you off with something real just a little bit disappointed that you know the power outages and lack of wi-fi and what have you i had two very great interviews set up for y'all guys uh i'm not going to reveal who they are but I will say, though, by next week, we should have at least those two, maybe three to four, with um, so, some, some very, very fine people. <laughs> Yo, you can't even say that no more without people just bugging out. It, it's, <laughs> Yo, it's very fucking funny. Like, yo, there used to be shit that you could say that nobody had a fucking problem with it. And then now it's like domestic violence in a word, yo. Just, oh my God, fucking chest grabs. (laughs) Clutching pearls. Why? (laughs) Yo. I really think that it, it's a great time to have a sense of humor, not only because it's healthy, but because so many people don't, and it's almost like making inside jokes way out in the fucking open. You know what I mean? <laughs> Straight up, like, yo, uh, what is it? They, they did the, uh, I don't know, I think it was like 10, maybe, it might have been like 15 years ago, back when uh, John Stewart was on The Daily Show, right? And uh, a reporter for The Daily Show had set up this, like, uh, 
canopy or whatever with the sign in women's suffrage end women's suffrage think about that right yo and they were over here they had they were like canvassing they got all these people to like sign up uh uh petition and shit da, 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 da. i really hope they didn't turn it in but i really doubt that they turned it in but yo uh if you don't know end women's suffrage basically means don't allow them to vote Yo, it's straight up, but people thought that it was like women suffering. <laughs> so they were more than happy to do this shit. And that's how a lot of these motherfuckers look to me, man. It's like, yo, you don't get the verbiage. You don't get the rhetoric. You have not spent one fucking moment thinking about shit. <laughs> you get that, yo? You ain't spent one fucking moment thinking about it. But the shit sounds good. Pause. That's the shit that gets you in trouble. You know what I mean? When you neglect to think about shit. Um, in terms of, of reference and what have you. Uh, Alright, so I'm going to do a rendition of uh, uh, the Nasty and Nasty podcast right now. Because I've been feeling it. It's like two episodes they put out right now. They're both legit. You need to subscribe. You need to throw your appreciation there. Give them a couple stars. You know what I mean? My homeboy Nasty does the music over here. My intro. Hook that shit up. No questions asked. You know, uh, also you can check out the previous episodes. There's two thus far with Nasty on there. And don't get me wrong, he'll be coming back. I got my man Hugo coming back. Uh, my boy Don Lamar is going to be back. Uh, it, it's going down. But right now, like I said, due to this hurricane shit, couldn't really make it happen. So sorry to be so uh, heavy-winded with you guys. But I'll wrap this shit up real quick. What I did want to say is, uh, as far as uh, a lot of podcasts and inspiration, obviously, you know, Joe Rogan, uh, Andrew Schultz and Charlemagne the God on Brilliant Idiots. Flagrant 2 has been awesome. Uh, believe it or not, I got to listen to Ben Shapiro. I got to listen to uh, Who's Your Boy on HBO, uh, Bill Maher. Uh, a lot of NPR stuff, but at the same time, like, oh, no agenda, most definitely. No facts. A lot of these really, really good podcasts, but the thing is, <clears throat> when listening, to any of this, especially nowadays, any information, when I'm listening to it, and bear in mind that no publication since the 80s, the early 80s, that has to point out both sides of an argument. And let's also agree for the sake of time that there's more than two sides to an argument, right? It happens most of the time. I think it happens all the time. Take it or leave it, A, but yo, initially, what it comes down to is I can listen to shit and determine, is this, I don't know, if you want to say left-leaning, right-leaning, conservative, liberal, I mean, there's multiple meanings to all of these vocabulary terms. It's vernacular, 
and it changes with the wind, depending on who's addressing it. But you know what I'm trying to say. You know, I can determine the the, the perspective of what they're talking about, the perspective that they've taken on it. But I personally feel like it's necessary to go and listen to the other perspective because you're going to nobody's 100% right. Like, yo, I'm probably, I don't know, 65% wrong, if I had to guess. Some people might say 90, some people might say 10. I don't fucking know. Let me try to play the middle somewhere, right? <laughs> but yo, in my opinion, I can't have an opinion over something until I hear more than one side. Straight up. I remember back when I was a kid. Yo, hey, hey. Pop, pops. Single fucking father. Three kids. Right? We'd be in the house beefing like nobody's business. Talking shit, fucking each other up. You know what I mean? As soon as my pops came in, it wasn't a... <laughs> it, it wasn't a, let me explain my side. He'll tell you his side. Sort of thing. Like, no, it's just like, yo, everybody's getting their ass beat because y'all are acting a fucking fool. <laughs> I'm not telling you to beat your kids. I mean, Bernie Mac probably would. Fuck with some Bernie Mac. But what I'm saying, though, is I don't know. And I think this is common with people amongst my age. Like, if you were starting shit or if you were responding to the shit, your parents or your guardian or whoever, they didn't give a fuck about the topic. No, they were just going to bust that ass. You know? And I feel that there's been a lack of that. Because you can see it clearly. This person blaming that person. Like we're in fucking, I don't know, like we're all fucking 12 years old. You got grown ass people that are over the age of social security. You got a 74 year old fighting with a 78 year old for the fucking White House right now. Saying, it's not my fault, it's their fault. And the other one, vice versa. Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, y'all are acting like, y'all are acting worse than, <laughs> you know, than, than me, me and my badass siblings did. You know? Uh, that's another thing. Be on the lookout. I'm going to get my pops on this podcast, too. He's going to set the record straight about a lot of shit. Y'all are going to like that. I, I know I'm going to like it. We'll probably sit down and have a drink or two. You know, uh, let my dad talk shit. Because that's something that I have. I had to move up here to Virginia to get some time with my dad. You know, I probably lived like uh, 30 minutes off of 95 to go see him nowadays. But hey, <laughs> you know, that's a lot better than an eight-hour fucking trip. And a lot of people don't get that when they ask me why I moved. You know, fuck, man. You don't get it. Um, that dude was there for me. And I got homeboys. Like, I got homegirls too. They can't say that same shit. That their pops was there for them. You know, I remember my pops having to take time out of work to come and pick my ass up from school after getting suspended. Then took the time to bust my ass before taking me back with him to work. <laughs> yo, yo, <clears throat> I don't know too many parents that used to do that. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I don't know, but I know nowadays, like, that's mad fucking taboo. 
if I got suspended, I had to go to work with my dad. What the? I'm not talking about a fucking, like, desk job. I'm talking about being out there in the elements, son. You know? I'm talking about, like, there ain't no until five. It's until we get done. <laughs> Yo, that's a whole different life for a lot of people. Um, I don't want, I don't ever want to say that I'm a great cook or I've been a great chef or a great kitchen manager or any of that, but I will say what has made me good in my line of work in the kitchen is going hard, you know, giving it what I have to give it. No half-stepping, baby. And, I mean, some of that is because, you know, I worked in other fields that were tough-ass work, you know, and respected those people that do it. But to go, to go back to what I mentioned way earlier, like, yo, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to be out there uh, doing construction, picking up trash when I'm fucking 70 years old. <laughs> You know, one of my first sous chef jobs, <laughs> the Chef Todd, uh, Chef Todd Ginsburg. Uh, I'll let you Google him, but nominated at least three times for best chef in the Southeast by the James Beard Awards. I remember when he interviewed me for the sous chef position, he specifically asked me, why are you applying for this job? And I told him, I'm not trying to be a 40-year-old line cook. <laughs> Yo, he straight up said that's the best answer I've ever heard. Because if if you're not moving forward, you really ain't moving, you know. Um, still on my Carlitos way shit, for real. Uh, you remember that scene where he's over here like throwing money in the uh, uh, what do you call it? The the uh, with the code. safe you know what i mean throwing money in there and he's like yep money's coming in a couple more thousand and i'm on my way to the bahamas i ain't going to the bahamas but i am getting the fuck out baby i ain't one of those talk about it not be about it motherfuckers and i'm not saying that's gonna happen in five years but trust me bigger plans in the move gotta get the fuck out of here it's too expensive for me to be opening up a fucking restaurant here, I don't need all the the red tape, all these permits, all these fucking inspections. Yo, the funny thing with health inspections, man, y'all don't get it. You see some shit on the wall, and it's like, oh my god, this. Yo, they only have a blah blah blah, or it's a great restaurant because they have a ninety nine. Yo, that shit is dependent on many things. Some of it is whether or not the inspector was in a good mood that day. Maybe they had a shitty day thus far, and they're just in a bad mood. So now they're looking for anything. I've seen health inspectors let shit slide. You know, one of the fucked up things I've never understood is, okay, according to health code, you need to change your gloves, right? Change your gloves every single time you're about to perform a new task. Every kitchen I've been in, bro, you might do something new every five minutes, right? 
That ain't no problem. Take gloves off. Put new ones on. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you need to wash your hands before putting on those new gloves. You were just rocking gloves. Nothing fucked up happened to your hands, right? And if you don't work in a kitchen or in the restaurant industry, or if you're not a doctor, I have a challenge for you. <laughs> Check this. I want you to try to wash your hands, dry them off with a paper towel, not a cloth towel. Dry them off with a paper towel. I'm not talking about like the uh, the, the hot air machine. No, a fucking paper towel, right? Try to dry that shit off as effectively as you can, and then try to put on more latex gloves. <clears throat> shit ain't gonna work, dude. You're about to spend five fucking minutes just trying to... It's like you're putting a ring on every finger. Like a tight-ass ring. Just trying to put some shit down. It's ineffective. It makes no sense. It's stupid. But that's the law. I'm going to give you a heads up. People don't do that shit unless they inspect your shit. I've been at a spot one time. There was a tomato sitting on a cutting board. The inspector had been there for 30 minutes. That tomato, which can, by the way, sit outside. It actually is preserved better if it's sitting at room temperature than if you put it in a cooler, right? Shit was sitting there untouched for 30 minutes. A single tomato on a cutting board. Inspector walked past it, I don't know, at least five, seven times. As soon as the cook touched it, cut it this inspector came by with a thermometer tempted it was at room temperature knocked off 10 points off their inspection that's foul think about that fucking tomato go to the grocery store where are the tomatoes at they're sitting round and about they're not in the fucking uh air conditioned section no, they're just out. But for some reason, a restaurant gets us balls busted about that kind of shit. See, that's... <clears throat> I, I really think that this just may be... It, maybe I just need to rename all this shit to... <laughs> Tim's evaluation of hypocrisy in America. <laughs> but you know, the Tim Shady show has a much better fucking ring to it right anyways let me get the fuck up out of here man i do this for y'all i do this for me uh if anyone ever catches the satisfaction out of it very fucking good for them because that's what i want to do um <clears throat> nonetheless man uh yo tim it's been a great talk yo tim i think it has been too sorry that's just me doing my dumb ass uh fuckery with that being said you guys have a great day man um Stay blessed. Stay safe. Stay out of trouble. I love you. Uh, goodbye, world. Peace, peace.